Hey everybody, Steve Kane uh, here with our podcast series, Your Career Advantage. And today's uh, topic we'll talk about is resume preparation. Does it really matter? This is probably the one area that I get the most requests, even from someone who's just beginning to put their resume together after graduation on up to someone who's used a resume over the years and they're just not quite satisfied with it. So they want to get another set of eyes on it and I'd be glad to to take a look at it. But in essence, I look at resume preparation in three areas. And the three areas I'll cover on this podcast will be number one, the one-page resume. Is it fact or fiction? Secondly, is resume structure. How much detail should you include? Too little or too much? The third area will be the addendum to the resume. And you're probably saying, what what does that mean? Well, an addendum is uh, preparing additional highlights that complement your resume and some of the positions and the achievements and accomplishments that you've been able to Uh, muster over the years. So, you know, in in 20 years, I would say as a recruiter and as a consultant, I'm willing to bet you I've probably viewed, when I put a pen and paper to it, probably 100,000 resumes or more. And each time I take a look at one, it's probably from three seconds, maybe to as much as 15, 20 minutes. And what I'm doing is I'm looking to see where the advantages, where the competencies, accomplishments. Is there a pattern that's been developed? Has there been promotability or lateral movement in each position that a person has held over the years? So let's uh, let's go into the first area a little bit more in detail, and then we'll uh, we'll kind of break it down. Let's let's talk about the one-page resume. Well, about 15, 20 years ago, it was a normal, probably protocol to have a one-page resume, which was simple and to the point. The hiring manager would look at the resume, and if there was any additional thoughts that he or she would like to explore, they would schedule a phone interview or bring the person in for a face-to-face interview and get more detail and more information about their background and what type of position they held and so on and so forth. Well, nowadays, everybody is just so busy with the requirements that they have inside the companies that they're working for that there's really no extra time to, you know, explore something about a particular person and maybe a job that they've held in the past. So now it's normal protocol to have a resume be as long as three, four, five pages. And the idea is to put detail in there so that the hiring manager can look closely and really get a sense for where the strengths, the competencies, the skill sets lie in a particular position as it relates to the job itself. Now you're probably saying, well, Boy, that's a really about face. Well, not really, because in today's corporate environment, companies are requiring more and more time 
for employees to work and to work hard and to use every available minute, it seems like, doing their jobs. So for them to bring someone in for an hour, hour and a half to talk more in detail, to try to gain more information about a person, it's probably a better uh, acceptance to look at the resume and just gain more information about the person and that being a little bit longer in detail and having a better scope for what the person's skills are all about. So one page resume is kind of a myth these days. The more acceptable part uh, is probably three or four pages. The second area is resume structure. You know, how much detail should you really include? And this, this is really broken down into the philosophy of a resume with a paragraph uh, structure or one that has more bullet points. I think over the years in talking to our client companies, hiring managers would like to see more bullet points where each bullet point is no longer than two or three lines long. And it really highlights a study or a project or an achievement, an accomplishment that you've had in that particular position that you've held. And typically you have more bullet points listed for your current position. And as you go back into your career and held other positions, those bullet points are decreased by one or two. So every hiring manager wants to see a pattern that's been developed over the years and how many positions you've held and what uh, companies you were with. But they're more importantly interested in the past six or seven years of where you've been, the jobs that you've held, and the companies you work for. So the bullet point grabs the attention of the hiring manager so they can read specifically some of the things that you have done in that particular job. Now think about this. When you read a paragraph and it's all bunched together with maybe seven to 20 lines of copy, don't we all kind of get a little bit lost after we've read the first couple of sentences unless we really concentrate? So this is the idea of using bullet points to capture the attention, to highlight your achievements, and to get the hiring manager to understand, wow, there's something here. There's a lot of skills I need to explore further with this candidate. So that's resume structure. The third area is the addendum to the resume. And what I mean by addendum is the highlights particularly at a 5,000 foot level that you want the hiring manager to read first. And then as they dive into your resume, they get a better understanding about you. Now the addendum in the past has been commonly referred to as the cover letter. And you can use a cover letter. We have an opening, a short opening paragraph. And then in the body of the cover letter, you'd have listed anywhere from four to five bullet points highlighting your skills and competencies as it relates to the job that you're applying for. That's very important. You want to customize the addendum 
and or the cover letter, which includes bullet points. In with your resume if you're sending your resume on to a particular job you're applying for. Or if you're working with a recruiter, the recruiter typically will ask you for a one-page summary of commonly called the addendum, where you list anywhere from eight to 12 bullet points highlighting your skills related to the job that you're applying for. So in these three areas, and there's a lot more to resume preparation, and we can go into that in, in future episodes, but to get you started, whether you've been with the company for four months or 40 years, it's always important to take the three areas I've just outlined to put your resume together. Now, probably 80, 90% of you out there already have a resume already prepared. What I would ask you to do is go back, apply the three areas we talked about, and see if you can improve upon some of the things we've, we've outlined here in this podcast about resume preparation. And finally, I'll mention this, that no one can be effective when they sit down and try to write a resume in one sitting, or if they want to update it as you already have one prepared. It's always good to spend an hour or two and then take a break, go to the store, head to the gym, even go to a movie. And when you come back to it, you'd be surprised how refreshed your mind is when you're saying to yourself, wow, I never thought of that earlier. I'm glad I did. So, so keep in mind that putting together a resume is a process, just like looking for a position, a new position uh, in the marketplace. It's all a process. And then we can talk more about, you know, job hunting and seeking out a newer or more challenging position in future episodes as we get into the series. So I'll leave you with this. Let's make it count. Keep your eyes focused on making your resume the best of the rest. Until next time, we'll see you soon.